We're on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein. You're with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. There we go. Listeners, when you look around your house, do you see any of the following? Exterior brick cracks, slab cracks, ceiling gaps, floor fractures, those little cracks around the door. If you do, then you need to pay close attention today because you might have a problem with your foundation. This hour, we're going to demystify home foundation problems and give you information you need to get your home on solid ground. We're joined by Mac Chun from Structural Solutions today. So share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein. We're here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. We are talking structural solutions today. Uh, Mac Chun is here. We're talking about foundations. Uh, a lot going on. You can uh, share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 877- Six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing today? I'm, I'm not sure I could be any better. Okay. <laughs> Dale? Well, I'm feeling good, man. Yeah? The weather is really nice out. I, I mean, love you, it. If you're, if you're actually working outside today, yes. man, it feels amazing out there. <laughs> Can't beat the weather. Yeah. Um, a, li- a little moist yeah, little, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, uh, a little I, muddy. I saw uh, my next door neighbor was out yesterday trying to mow the grass between the rains. Yes. Wow. You know, so you know that's dedication right there. I would look at it myself and say, yeah, "It's a little wet. I'll wait till next week." You know, right. Let dry up. Yeah, let dry up a couple of days. You know. Anyway, um, so what are you guys working on this uh, this week, Dell? Well, um, what I've been working on, I've worked on. Um, Restoring some buildings downtown, and we had um, a foam roof we had to put in before the rain. A foam roof? Um, yeah, the foam board, and you know the, you know a whole roof system. Um, okay. All those old buildings, trying to get the water to defer it off, and uh-huh. things like that. And uh, really, we've uh, had a busy week, even though it's been rainy. We've uh, managed to um, just stay busy. You know, I would a think a roofing contractor would make a fortune in the rain. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. It, yeah. it only leaks when it's raining. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jeff, how about you? What you working on? Um, we've been we've been blessed with, with some nice inside work, fortunately. <laughs> um, and um, so we didn't get a lot done outside so far. But, right. Um, you know, bathroom remodels, kitchen remodels, uh, new construction. Uh, uh, life's great. Cool. Uh, all right. Any any small things going on at home that either one of you have had to repair? Uh, any honeydews? No. No. Just call people like Jason. <laughs> you know, basically, once you fix it right, recently, that's it. 
Say what, Java? You haven't built anything, Jason? You know, you always got a project going on. Who, me? Yeah, oh, well, you know what? You I started one. I did a project this weekend, but it was not for me. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I put in some... Uh, Put in some doors this weekend, some uh, interior doors, which were on a house built uh, around late, well, maybe early 70s. And there was nothing standard about this job. Every every door was a complete custom job. Every And I mean by a long shot. When you when you buy a door like an interior door, it's a hollow five panel interior door. You know, they're, they're, they're not expensive. Mm-hmm. However... Uh, you know, it, the installation it, it, like the, the 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 standard door size was thirty inches, where the door was twenty nine and a quarter, and, and well, that you know, one door was another one was twenty nine and three quarters. And each I mean, door was just, different. Each door was different. It was a mess. And uh, but anyway, got them in. They all worked. So um, that was a lot of fun. So and and was a, a kind of a sweaty job this weekend because there was nothing to do but outside and sweating. They always trick me with the doors. It's nothing but a few doors, Dale. You know, you can handle that. And I'm like, wow, custom now, fit job. Nothing here. but a few doors is uh, nothing but several hours. This is what right. it ends up being. Yeah. Yeah. Door, doors can be very difficult. That's yes. right. And uh, we've got uh, Mac Chun here today from Structural Solutions. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. So so do you have to do any honeydews around your house? Well, uh, my house is kind of like the Cowbird's kids. They have no sheep. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, that's uh, every once in a while at home. I still have to the, the occasional tower rack. I got to right. you know, so right. that's a that's something you got to do. Anyway, today we're talking about um, foundations, and this is this is amazing. This time of year, uh, I kind of always think of it this time of year, and also. In the late summer, when it hadn't rained in two months, I'm always thinking about that also. I guess you guys are, too. Right. Um, so this time of year, talking about foundations, and right now, what we're thinking about with foundations is how wet everything is and moving water along and uh, because water is the death of a good foundation. <laughs> no doubt. It's covered. So um, anyway, how do you know uh, that you need work on your foundation? Well, generally, uh, you know, you're going to have cracks in brick veneer, cracks in sheetrock, uh, doors sticking, mm-hmm. uh, unlevel floors, that sort of thing. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. So if you see a crack at a door, say like at one of the, the, the typical crack at the corner of a door. Right. Um, is, is, is that always something you should worry about? You know, we heard a lot when all of us were growing up that houses settle. Um, so is that, is that real? Well, it's not uncommon to have differential movement in central Mississippi. I, I don't know that you're ever going to hundred percent stop it. Right. Uh, you know, once the doors start sticking and you have egress problems and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, then that's an issue. Okay. All right. So when you see that crack right above the, the door to your restroom or hallway or whatever, there's a possibility there that you do have some foundation issues. That's correct. Okay. Does it always mean that? Not necessarily. Uh, uh, on many occasions, we go out and shoot elevation, and, and as you just said, this time of year, with all the rain we're having, mm-hmm. our clays are actually going to swell. Right. And it'll lead to differential movement or what we call upheaval mm-hmm. as opposed to settlement. And okay. that's a drainage issue. You address that with drainage. Okay. Not, not foundation repair. Well, that's good. 
Hmm. And then uh, Dell comes out and does a French train. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> Great. Now, I know of one job that Dell did for a French train a while back, and it was kind of funny because uh, the client told me, because uh, I know the client, and the client said, man, he came out there with a shovel. <laughs> I mean, how are you supposed to move today? Right? Yeah, you know, we're in the backyard. You can't uh, yeah. get equipment back there. You, you expect to see, you know, your contractor roll up with something that they can plug into the wall or something. You know, Dell came up with a shovel. So, uh, anyway, okay. So, so what would it was cause a lot of digging this? Too, man. There right. was a lot of digging. So, what causes this uh, foundation upheaval thing? Uh, the water. Uh, our clays here in central Mississippi and, uh, are very expansive and contracted. We uh-huh. have a lot of what we call CH clay, uh, which is the most expansive and contracted clay the good Lord put on earth. What, is, what does CH mean? Well, I can't even pronounce the name. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's like a, like a chemical thing. Right. Yeah, okay. right. It's a chemical thing. Okay. Uh, but C- CH is the most expansive uh, here in central Mississippi. And we're, we're plentiful with that. We are. Yes. Is that, is that what we all call Yazoo Clay? It is. We call it weathered Yazoo Clay around here. Weathered and Yazoo Clay. Clay. Okay. That's right, because the weather affects it so drastically. Oh, wow. So you hit the nail on the head a little while ago. This time of year... We're getting a lot of rain. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of settlement and such going on. Right. Uh, but as we get drier, uh-huh. and we get into the July and August, October months, September, uh, those, right. uh, we get a lot of settlement because the clay start contracting. Did you guys remember, was it last year when it didn't rain for three months? Was that it last year or was it the year before? I can't remember, but I just I, remember last yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah, I think that was two. Yeah. I think it was two years ago. Was it? And, and, it just uh, didn't rain. It just didn't rain. Yeah. yeah. Period. It was a trial. Um, no. Uh, um, you know, I, I I think too. You know, I think we're getting better. And Mac, you you can probably support this. Uh, I think we're getting better as a building industry, putting in our foundations. I think we're we're paying a lot more attention to our foundations. Mm-hmm. Uh, opposed to maybe 20 years ago oh, when we oh, went out there and scraped the topsoil and, and, and set concrete on it. That's right. Um, you know, today we want six, seven foot of of good, compactable uh-huh. material above any CH oh, wow. uh, okay. of clay. Correct. And, uh, Is that how you get around the problem of the clay? Well, there's a couple ways. You can excavate it. Uh-huh. And that's basically go out there and, and dig a swimming pool where your house pad is. Right. Um, and, and it all depends on where the CH is. Uh-huh. Um, or you can build on top of it uh-huh. as long as you can meet that six to seven foot um, 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 requirement of good compactable that's correct. So those are the ones that they're putting in today. That's got nothing to do with your house built in 1989. That's correct. So, uh, the, okay, the number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Question, um, if, if, if that is the issue, if, if you have to dig up all those houses out there that don't have that. Talked to a friend the other day um, who just bought a house built in the late 50s. And it's a conventional foundation. And and we were talking. He wanted to redo some plumbing. And I thought, oh, well, no problem, man. That's no big deal. You have a conventional foundation. It's, you know, it's it's all done but the doing. You know, I was like, you don't have to rent a jackhammer. Mm-hmm. You don't have right. to get, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, 
I almost uh, envy those with conventional foundation houses <laughs> these days if you want to do something to the home. It definitely makes it easier. What is what is the benefit to having either a slab or conventional foundation? Well, you know, as, as you just mentioned, the access on conventional foundations is uh, much easier. Right, uh, right. You can get underneath the center when we have to go in and do foundation repairs on the slab. Uh, you're talking about having to go down through the slab, uh-huh. which means you're then getting into floor coverings and that sort of thing. Right. Then, For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, the slab is the the giant piece of flat concrete that your home was built on, or... Uh, Previous to that, uh, people built what they call conventional foundations, which is more uh, on a pier type system um, where where it's either on blocks or you've got it on piers uh, going down to something a little more solid than the dirt. So uh, but but the conventional ones, like I said, uh, all your plumbing runs through there, you know, underneath the house and everything. There's a lot of things you can get to. By the way, those places, those crawl spaces can get pretty spooky. Awesome. Well, you can get a critter under there. Oh, yeah. Critters love them. Uh, we had to chase out a possum one time that just 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 really assumed that that was their home. You know? Right. And they were not willing to give it up easily. So There are some tight spaces under there. Yeah. You know, um, 14 inches, and you're trying to get under there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But still... Better than jackhammer in the concrete, as far as I'm concerned. With the new routing, rerouting things through the uh, attic, man, uh, it's, oh. it's hard to say. Um, really, as long as you got the proper uh, soil analysis and know what kind of what you're building on, mm-hmm. it should be okay. All right, uh, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. We'll continue our discussion after the break, listeners. Do you have cracks in your walls? Are your floors uneven? You might even know uh, have a foundation problem, but you don't know where to where to start or stop. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And if you're working on any project around your home. We got three big contractors right here today. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks and Mac Chun from Structural Solutions. Today we're talking foundation and foundation problems. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 877- Six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, let's go to Carol and Clark Still's got some uh, foundation issues. What are these issues, Carol? Uh, I have, uh, I know I have some foundation issues. I have a door 
going out onto a deck that you almost can't open. I've had two people come to give an estimate for doing some repairs, and one is quite extensive of putting down multiple piers, Mm -hmm. and another uh, estimate was to just basically address the issue around the door that won't open. And uh, it's a conventional foundation. Uh, One estimate was also to encapsulate the the, um, crawl space, and the other was to do French drains, both addressing water drainage. So I just need opinions on um, uh, kind of maybe a direction to go with that. Definitely going to let our uh, foundation <laughs> expert jump in on this. I will say, whoever walks into a foundation issue and talks to you about fixing the door, uh, you probably need to move on. That's <laughs> putting piers down. Okay, okay. In that area. Oh, okay. Uh, to stabilize that that one area just address the issue, the foundation foundation issue at that area. Okay. Uh, Mac? Well, um, if I might ask a question, uh, is your home brick on the exterior? Or no, it's siding. It is siding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly you can do what we call a conventional adjustment on something like that. The thing about doing a conventional adjustment, you're basically placing uh, a pier's uh, um, you know, on top of the ground, which you can expect more movement. Um, y- y'all call your clay buckshot clay uh, up in the right. Delta. <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of times drainage is very difficult because of the flatness of the ground. Uh, are, are you on a flat area? No, I'm, uh, a, I'm basically built on a hill. Uh, okay. Because when you come in my front door and when you go out onto the door on the deck, it's about a story off the ground. So I'm, I'm on a hill. Yes, ma'am. Now, uh, did any of the contractors that came out shoot elevations and tell you what the differentials were uh, in your home from high point to low point? No, they didn't do that. Okay. Um, that's always something that's very important because, you know, basically, I, I've never been in a, a structure that shot zero everywhere. We have what we call construction and engineering tolerances, which are approximately an inch per 16 to 20 feet. So when we're doing inspections, we generally always draw up the structure, and then we do a topography of the structure so that you know where your low areas are. Uh, They did give me some pictures. I mean, they did draw up drawings of the house and did point out some areas that were lower. They didn't ever specifically say shoot elevations, but they did do specific drawings. Right, right. Um, With elevations, I probably could give you a better opinion. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, your door could possibly speak, uh, if you're talking about encapsulation and drainage, it may be that where your door sticking could possibly be the high area of the house and Mm -hmm. has misaligned the door. Um, I would have to agree with what he said a minute ago. You know, trying to dress just addition the door by putting piers in, uh, I would probably go with more some long Jeff and them's line and doing adjustment on the door as opposed to right, doing that. Right, right. You know, something else that, that you may consider too, Carol, um, run you four to five hundred bucks, you might hire a independent engineer. Um to 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 come out and do an assessment of your property. Once you get that independent engineer's report, 
send that out to your foundation repair people and let them bid it. Oh, that's interesting. That's correct. And you know what? That's uh, that sounds like uh, money well spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, um, me and Matt go way back, way way back. But but Mac knows me well enough, and he will agree with this. It's 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 always a good idea to get an independent engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then bid that out. Is, is, that, is that not true? That's correct. Uh, then you can compare apples to apples. And that's right. Uh, right. Oranges and bananas and grapefruit. That way, that's right. That yeah. way there's not uh, multiple uh, ideas of what needs to be done. Well, un- unfortunately, in the in the foundation repair business, it's just like any other business, there's some out there that do very, very good work, and there's some out there that may not do very very good work mm-hmm. and 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 I mean that in a whole I don't care what city you're in right that's that correct. that's just indicative of of any business right that's correct uh, all right so I, I think that's a really good idea Carol I, I think you probably the do would basic would they be basically looking at this it's kind of the same things that the foundation repair people were looking at but but uh give recommendations on the areas that are in trouble. That's correct. That's right. And they're independent, so they're not trying to sell you anything except for the service that day. And and two, they're they're going to put their stamp on it, Carol. Mm -hmm. They're going to put an engineered stamp on that drawing that they have to stand behind. And and that's what you use to give to your contractors uh, Mm -hmm. so, so that you know that they're all bidding on the same thing. And, and that report will come with some type of soil analysis, so she'll know what they um, got under the ground as well. Mm, I doubt it. No, 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 no not unless they no. order. Yeah, it's it's too late for that. We okay. know we have expansive clays, so the engineer is going to come in there and and give their recommendation on the on the on how to mitigate that. A structural solution. That's All right. right. <clears throat> All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Let's go to Wesley Mobile and uh, talking about getting his house or yard level. I've heard, as a matter of fact, I've heard about this issue just the other day from someone here at MPB. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Wesley? Hi, I had a question about um, what you thought just going with the regular general contractor would be a good idea or whether... Can, I, I'm sorry, Wesley. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Are you, are you there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's better. Go for it. You still there? Yes, I'm still here. All right, go for it. Uh, I had a question about whether you thought one with a regular uh, general contractor would be a good idea or whether I needed to seek someone out with special knowledge about uh, house leveling. I just have a house that's on piers that, that uh, seems to be settling in all kinds of crazy ways. So if you could give some, uh, maybe some advice about what questions I should ask if I'm going to seek this regular general contractor. Fellas, I, I can answer that real easy, Wesley. Um, if you called my company to come look at a foundation issue. Who is a general it, Right, I'm a general contractor. Right. I, I'm going to tell you about two seconds in that conversation, you need to call a foundation um, a repair company. So, I, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, Letting your dentist do open heart surgery, in my opinion, right? Um, you know, hire the company that that that's what they do. Um, nothing wrong with getting a general involved once the foundation repairs are complete, because you may have some sheetrock to repair, you may have right. some some flooring, mm-hmm. you may have some paint, some doors to adjust, and all that. God but, forbid, but, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah plumbing. But uh, definitely uh, foundation repair, the hire the foundation repair company. Great. Okay. Thanks so much for your help. Thanks, Wesley. We appreciate it. Got an email here that kind of goes along with that, fellas. Mm-hmm. All right. Sherry uh, sent me an email from Petal. If the home foundation is solid, but the yard is uneven due to runoff, uh, says, I now have gutters. Should I get a pile of dirt and level the yard and get grass to hold the dirt in place? Uh, in other words, she has an uh, uneven yard. I hope that this yard is not pouring into the house you know know what i'm saying where where the water is moving instead of away from the house into the house i would i I don't know fellas what you think sloping in in the runoff you know right well but the the dirt sounds good if if, if you're trying to level it off you're going to need some dirt rule rule of thumb 10 feet out from your house you want six inches of fall that's correct. Really? So, and it's okay. real easy to do that. Get you a 10-foot 2 by 4 uh-huh. put a 6-inch block on one end of it, set that up next to your house, set the other end out from it, uh-huh. and put you a level on it. If it's level, you're perfect. Whoa. Minimum. Minimum of 6 foot uh, 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 of six inches and 10-foot. That, that's correct. All right, who else's mind is blown? So there, Java's like, oh, so man, I'm doing that tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, just a grade. Right, the grade, yeah. But that, that is important. In this situation, it sounds like that is the issue here, is that the, the, yeah. the ground is not moving. Now, that doesn't mean you have to truck in dirt. If the, if the, if the ground is, is improperly, if there's the, uh, the wrong grade on it, you can move dirt from one place to another. Uh, now, you're going to need machinery. And unlike Dell, he'll just come out with a shovel and, you know. Well, I, I'm from uh, cultivators, and we've cultivated a lot over the years. You can do it with a shovel and a rake. Right. It's just, uh, to me, it's relaxing, basically. Right. Okay. But um, it's easy to get a till and do the same thing as far as a backhoe, a track, or, you know. It yeah, just it's not depends a bad on idea. That the whole tiller thing is not a bad idea to get the, the ground uh, moving a little bit, and then you but can you easily. you to work the tiller. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Call eight one one first. Oh, Call yes. eight one one first. <laughs> Definitely nowadays. We got to get somebody from eight one one on the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, write that down, Jolly. Okay. Uh, number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Okay, Kathy is on the line, and she's calling your bluff here, Jeff. Kathy, uh, so you're talking about uh, finding an engineer. Right, Kathy? Yes, how are you doing this morning? Good. So you heard us talking about getting an independent engineer, right? Yeah, and I've uh, been on this quest of, uh, you know, uh, trying to buy a house. And um, one thing I found out, and actually it was a, um, a lady from up there by Ridgeland that helped me out that was in the, you know, engineer field. If you're getting an engineer to look at your foundation, you have to get a structural engineer and you have to make sure that they're licensed with the state because there are many people that are engineers that can still they could be dealing with environmental things or whatever that could come out to give you a type of report that you want engineers definitely licensed with the state okay. and um, when i used them uh just not too long ago it was just interesting just watching how they went to each room and they measured the room, and they looked at the slants in each room, like if the floor is slanted, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the cracks, looking at the brick face outside, 
um, looking at the, like you were just talking about with the gutters, mm-hmm. and if the gutters, the water were running down, making sure with certain things. So they were very intense with everything about the house. So I would really recommend to anybody that's looking at getting a house mm-hmm. and if there's any type of hill or any type that the house may be on about getting your checked. Because when I first moved back to Mississippi about 10 years ago, and I was going through this one neighborhood, and I would look at this one house, and most of the houses in the neighborhood were fairly new, but this one house, I was wondering what happened because it looked new, but it kind of looked like it was sinking in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I finally found out this year that the lady had bought the house, and after she bought the house, she actually added a den on to the back of it, and it started sinking in. And so she went through everything with the lawyers and all. And what I found out is that they said that she had someone come in and they did a scope under the ground. Mm-hmm. And when they did that ground, they had buried a, um, I think it was a riding moor or something else down deep into the ground. Huh. So those items that were buried in the ground as they're, um, you know, degrading and wow. everything. So there's nothing she can do. That's so amazing. Yeah, she's saying with her family, she's still paying a house note for a house that she can Oh, no, that's horrible. Let me ask you, Kathy, of course she can't sell it. You know, there's no way. Kathy, let me ask you, you you paid for this engineer to come check out the house, right? Yes. Can you you divulge to us about, don't don't tell us who the engineer is, but uh, can you tell us about how much it cost? For them to come look at the house, and I actually, you know, being uh, about a, hours away from where they're located um it was around 725 dollars okay all right uh, and and part of that was because of the distance so i guess really it still would probably cost five six hundred dollars or more depending on right you know the home Okay, I just wanted to get a realistic cost of what that might uh, cost to get an engineer out. Um, do we want to go for the piece of, piece of man? Yes, yes. I think I think that's uh, worth the money. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, William, we'll get to you in just a second. It's got to say what? Oh, thank you, Kathy. Um, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, do you have cracks in your walls? Are your floors uneven? You might even know, uh, you might even have a foundation problem, but you don't know where to start. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us who your project is. We'll work on anything for you. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. You count on MPB News for in-depth coverage of issues that matter to you. The state's ongoing opioid epidemic. A bill to allow guns in churches. The child welfare crisis. And the best radio newscast in the state. Those are just a few of the stories behind 10 new Associated Press Awards and another Edward R. Murrow Award. For the award-winning coverage you've come to expect, count on us. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. We are MPB News. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here today. And Mac Chun of Structural Solutions. We're talking about foundation and foundation problems. And as I always mention, folks, during the Tell breaks. Tell the story you just told during the break. Okay, yeah. During the breaks is where the fun stuff happens. Uh, but no, I was, I was uh, this was about 10 years ago. I was looking for a new house. And went up in this uh, beautiful little neighborhood that was kind of new, you know. And there were all these houses, and they were around the $200,000 range, you know. Mm -hmm. Except for this one house, dead center. It was a very pretty little house for (laughs) $72,000. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh. Well, I went in and looked at it, and this thing was cracked straight in half. I mean, just, you know. And I thought, oh, well, they're just going to have to bulldoze that and plant a garden right out here. But... Then Jeff said, no, 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 no. They can fix it. They, they yeah. can fix it. Yeah. Is, is that true, Matt? Yes. Yeah. Really? We sure can. So so if you go in and you find eight different cracks in a house, you look at that and go, hey, no big deal. We got it. It's not to us. We do it every day. And as a matter of fact, we can take homes and put them eight and 10, 12 feet in the air. If wow. That's what you wanted it. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always one house at the end that's at the bottom of the hill that's Right. Always, um, you oh, know, they can't sell it, or it's just seem like all the water goes there. Let me say, you can fix that. Well, let me ask you. Let's say I I buy uh, the seventy thousand dollar home in the two hundred thousand uh, dollar home neighborhood, right? And I have someone come out and fix that. Is that a good deal? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Would it cost another hundred thousand though? To well, fix you, it. you got you know the deal always is buying it at the right price. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's, right. Yeah. that's right, that's right, that's true. So, uh, you know, you can you can look at a deal like that. Your your money is made on a deal like that when you buy. Okay, and yeah. is realized when you sell. That's right. The 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 interesting thing there is, I, I'd love to ask a realtor right now. What is your experience with selling homes that have been repaired? The foundation has been repaired. I, I would love to hear about Good that. Point. Well, it, they push them off. I run into that quite a bit. Really, you know, we do, and and, and I think it depends on the repair method, uh huh, and and the warranty that you have behind it, right. And uh, a lot of those warranties transfer, right? They do. Okay. All right, uh, let's keep going. William's been waiting for quite a long time in Starkville, and and this is interesting. You're talking about injecting mud under a slab? William, you with us? Uh, yeah, you didn't say my name, so I missed it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, pick up there for some reason. Yeah, okay. uh, I've, uh, I was also going to mention, too, that I remember years ago meeting a, a civil engineering student who spoke of the the uh, shrinking clays, hydroscopic clays, which which might be CH backwards? If that's, uh, I was curious. If that's oh, okay, name. good. That's interesting. <laughs> but I've got uh, I've got uh, twelve steps coming off my back uh, porch mm. that uh, are anchored to a slab that has that has steel anchor uh, that were molded into the uh, the forty two inch uh, uh, concrete slab. I did, if I, did I say steel slab? It's a concrete slab. Mm. Um, and it has a, uh, it's the bottom of the steps of the 12 steps is bolted into this thing. The top is uh, bolted to the house. And I wondered, is there any way to, to inject mud to take a four inch slope out of four, the 42 inch width of the slab to jack it up, uh, one side and fill the void without having to, uh, cause I can't tear the thing down, uh, uh, there's no. I don't even know how to get to the. Well, I could tear up the steps to get to the bolts to 
But I, I just wonder: is there any way to in, uh, any sort of way to inject mud through a mud injection under the uh, under this thing and gradually ease it up? I did. Uh, I saw it, we were at the home show this year, and I s- did see a company that used foam to That's do right. that sort of thing. Probably foam. Uh, um, th- th- there's two approaches there. Uh, you have a product called a flowable ash grout uh, that is used for things like that, and the newest thing that he just mentioned is the polyfoam. Uh huh. So yes, you can, uh, and they're great for steps and driveways and sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're used a lot. The polyfoam is used a lot on, on uh, the public roads to, yeah. to level. The uh, uh, polyfoam. What? Uh, what that? Find somebody to do it. Well, it's like yeah. Uh, that's uh, they. They have several companies out there that do the polyfoam. I can say this: the foam. Once you see the foam, it. Look, have you ever worked with great stuff? The expansion foam. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a lot like that. That's what it is like. It's a, it's a little more dense than the stuff that you buy at at the at the home stores, but it's pretty much same stuff. And uh, okay. there are companies out there that do just that. As a matter of fact, the one that we saw at the home show, it, their specialty was uh, leveling driveways right. with this polyfoam. Right. Um, but but they could. I mean, you know, one of these companies can certainly help you with that. Let me ask one other question, and you answer on the air. I'll get off. And that is, I've got a 45-foot square house on a slab with a two-foot recess. I'm going to guess it's 16 feet square for the living room, two foot down. Is it possible to level a slab like that up on the house? The house has cracks that change every year. They're not enormous, but they're annoying and spoil the decor. Anyway, I'm curious whether on a house with that kind of foundation and that big, whether uh, it's possible to. And we're built into a slope uh, um, that uh, the ground is four foot higher on one corner of the house and four foot below the slab at the other corner of the house. So it's, uh, but it's been here for 40 years, so I'm curious. Thanks. Hope you can answer. Uh, yes, uh, you know, you can use a polyfoam to level, uh, but it, it, it's a surface-type product. In other words, uh, it, you're not going to get but maybe a one-year warranty or so with it because it's basically put in between the bottom of the slab and the surface of the ground. And unfortunately, in Mississippi, our soils will move up to 10, 12, 14 feet deep. So y- your best repair method uh, is some type of deep system uh, where you can achieve depth and uh, get away from, from, yes. Yeah, like piers of some sort, yeah. Okay, Uh, thanks, William. I hope that helps out. There are companies out there that can help you, so you might want to seek that out. Uh, I'm sure you can find it. Uh, Okay, let's go to uh, George and Columbus and, and almost talking about what we were just talking about, about the cracks in the driveway. You with us, George? Yes, I am with you. I, I that guy may have provided some answers. Right. Uh, I have a 15-year-old concrete driveway on in the Black Prairie clay of Western Lowndes County. Mm-hmm. I have cracks in my driveway that I could park a Volkswagen in. <laughs> please, please talk to me. Well, uh, you know, once again, uh, you know, the polyfoam method is a great repair method for driveways and sidewalks. Uh, there, 
for yours and the other gentlemen's sake, the uh, Bulldog Construction mm-hmm. uh, is the polyfoam dealer in this area. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it, it is a great way to work on your driveways and sidewalks. Yeah. Uh, might want to give that a shot because I saw a demonstration of that at the home show, and it was amazing. That stuff can lift it, 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 yeah. it, you know, right. I mean, yeah. it, it can lift anything you yeah. put it under. And, yeah. and you know, Mac is right. Bulldog does a lot of um, does a lot of city work, a lot of state work uh, for the it, roads and whatnot. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And it, it is a very good product used in the right application. That's right. And so, Bulldog Construction is in what area? Uh, Gluckstadt, Madison. Gluckstadt. Yeah, just you can Google yeah. um, Jackson, Madison. That's okay. Uh, that may help you out there. And uh, otherwise, if if uh, something closer to your area, I'm sure there's someone, uh, a provider of that in your area also. All right, let's uh, move on to Tim and Madison. Tim, you're, uh, you've got a question about telling foundation issues. What's going on? Hey, guys, good morning. I'm on the road, so I'll make it quick and then hang up and listen to the answer. Okay. Um, new construction home, slab 2014. In Madison, how can you tell the difference between normal settling and an actual issue? Ooh, that's good. Um, and so this now, is a are, new home. Are you talking, this is in your home, I'm assuming, Tim? Yes, yes, sir. I've got D- it. Tell me briefly, tell me briefly what, what sparked this concern. Well, um, you know, I'm not as familiar with the, the Mississippi clay, but I'm getting familiar. And uh, so I've built, built sorry about that, man. And that's all right. And um, and so I've noticed a few cracks in the drywall in the living room, and then I've it's a brick home, so I'm seeing some cracks that are starting to run uh, a little bit upside of the wall in certain um, certain sides of the house. And I put in a patio uh, last year about this time, um, nice rebar, etc., and it started to settle, and so. Then I started noticing settling everywhere, especially on some areas of the house. Um, and again, uh, uh, you know, I can't tell if it's an issue, and I need to get with the builder and say, "Hey, we've got a problem," or I just need to cool out and and let the, the house settle, and then re you know drywall a little bit and paint. Okay, I think we can talk about that. It's uh, I can tell you this: uh, you do have a six-year warranty. Um, on that slab, that that is state law that 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 the builders is responsible for really? that slab for six years. Oh, so that's cool. But uh, I yeah, I think that's something we can bounce around, uh, Matt. Oh yeah, um, you know uh, what I would certainly Jeff just tell you exactly right. Uh, you know, you have six years, uh, so I, I would go ahead. Uh, our firm uh, is more than happy to come out and evaluate what you have going on and sheet elevations for you. I would definitely start getting a track record at this point. Start documenting uh, those things? Sure. Yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. To ask you something, too, Tim, uh, have you got a downhill topography towards your home, or do you sit on top of the hill, bottom of a hill? What's well, your... the, yeah, the the, um, the lot definitely has good drainage, uh, and there's a slope on the side of my driveway um, that, of course, I'm having driveway cracking also, Um but but I'd say it's probably a twelve foot slope. Um, Which way? 
towards uh, your home or down, what? Down. Yeah, uh, you know, again, drainage is really good. Uh, everything's going away from the home or the foundation as far as uh, that's concerned. Um, but at the same time, I would say that where I'm having the cracking um, is facing that slope. Um, I would say assuming that, uh, like you guys said, there's six years uh, of, of the uh, the builder uh, right. I would and, go ahead and investigate. And two, you know, understand there's a big, big difference in foundation issues and foundation failure. Right. Um, so, and of course, driveways are not covered in that six years. Uh, right, did, right. Well, the, I like the foam idea. That was going to be a follow-up yeah, question. Yeah, so exactly. That, that's good. Well, guys, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look up your firm and contact you. And again, I don't want to hassle the builder, you know, um, because there is normal settling of a home, new home especially. Uh, but at the same time, I, I move a lot. And resale is a big concern. Yeah. Right. No, I think you're doing the right thing. Just for okay. sure. Have, Mac, have Mac check it out. All right. Thanks, Tim. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, do you have cracks in your walls? Are your floors uneven? Uh, I don't know. What's going on with your foundation? Or... Any other uh, home improvement question you've got, DIY question, you can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. For the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks and Mac Chun from Structural Solutions. We're just eat up with contractors today. If you want to give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking foundations today and structural things. Um... What what okay, so you have uh are there are there any basements in Mississippi? Yes, we do have some. We oh, okay. have some in the Bellhaven area, some over in the Vicksburg area. I've seen Can you some keep those together? I mean I mean with all this talk about the clay and expansion and everything else, do basements work out in Mississippi? They can be a problem. They can. Yeah, they sure can. Swimming okay. pool. Yeah. Swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think, Mac, didn't you help me with one in, in over by uh, Bridgewater? I think we did. Yeah. Leaking yeah. water. I can't remember the details, but, but yeah, they can be an issue. Okay. Yeah. That's um, usually the call. They're going to call us water coming in my basement. And, you know, it's, uh, how, do, uh, how does it get in there? And what right. do you, you know, do to stop it? Right. Well, number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. How does a... Now, this is going to be 
crazy. How does a plumbing leak affect foundation? Mac? Oh, it, it definitely can. We that's we have two sources of the water, the good Lord and plumbing. Right. So it can negative, very negatively affect it. As a matter of fact, uh, that we do what we call a hydrostatic test. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to a project, uh, we'll find the clean out. And you, you don't know if you have a plumbing leak on your drainage system. Mm-hmm. If you have it on your domestic hot or cold water, water, you're certainly going to have a high water bill, Mm -hmm. high garbage bill, that sort of thing. But the waste water is not metered, so it can cause some problems. Okay. That that could be an undetected uh, problem. If you've got a drain pipe leaking in your, keeping your yard uh, marsh, and your foundation starts to shift and settle, and it just causes all kinds of problems. You know, one caller called in and said that the painters washed their brushes out and left the water hose on um, dripping for two days under her house and caused a nightmare. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, Ann is on the line in Greenwood. What's going on, Ann? Yes, I want to know, uh, thank you for taking my call, but sure. I want to know, what's the best time to get your foundational work done? Because I'm really not from Mississippi, but because of all the shifting that I even hear, you know, in the discussion today, mm-hmm. that it seems to be there needs to, if you're going to get foundational work done, that it has to be a certain time of the year because of the rain and the drying out of the the land. So what what is the is there like a seasonal time to take care of foundational work on a conventional type of house? No, ma'am. There's really no better time of year for another. We work twelve months out of the year. Uh, now there are. Uh, companies to do what we call uh, concrete pads uh, and, and they're a shallow repair method and uh, they prefer to do it around the spring or so of the year mm-hmm. uh, uh, because once it starts drying out and generally that the grounds contract and uh, that leads to some settlement. Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate it, Ann. Does that, does that help you out? So then you're saying you can get your your foundation if it's with the peers. That's any time. There's no. It doesn't really matter. No, ma'am. I have peers. No, ma'am. If you're just doing spot peers, there, there's really in foundational repair. There's no better time than another. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, Matt, we got a note in there, and uh, it's got a very specific question that I don't think anyone else here is is uh, is uh, experienced enough to answer. What? I mean, in the question I, I might read. Yeah, go ahead. And read that, that question for us. What are current baseline requirement standards for basic home foundation? Uh, it, you know, uh, of course, you got you got to have a proper plan as far as a slab or a conventional goes with proper footings. Um, once again, I have never been in a structure that shoots zero everywhere. Huh. Um, basically, you have your construction and engineering tolerances, which are inch per 16 to 20 feet. So across 60 feet, you might can have as much as a three-inch differential. And, and if you don't have any physical damage and doors working and everything, that that's fine. Okay. I'm all straight. All right. Wow. 
All right, folks, that better much uh, wraps it up for us. That was fast. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Jay White. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons and Mac Chun of Structural Solutions, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.